The following podcast is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Connect, Australia's newest choice for event management and brand development specialising in pro wrestling. And now, now the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. Watch global. global. Support local. local. It's the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. Hello amigos, welcome to the B Plus Podcast, I'm your host Big Boy Mikey, it's Wednesday and I hope you all know what that means by now, it's time for another episode of the King of Sportscraft, uh, the podcast that dives into the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the extended family that is usually Ring of Honor, CMLL and Rev Pro. Uh, yeah, now usually when you hear my voice bring us in, that means Greg has bailed on me once again and I've had to go solo. However, this week I'm actually joined by a B Plus Patreon member, Ben Wyatt. Welcome, buddy. How are you going? Good, thank you. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Good. Very worn out from a lot of this G1 action. Yeah. Are you watching the undercards or are you just sticking to the, the single matches? Some undercards, some undercards when there's uh, good interactions that I've never seen before, you know, when it's kind of like Moxley and um, a couple of the other guys. I like seeing those interactions because I love the Moxley and Yamino stuff, but uh, yeah, shooter. Yeah, shooter. Love it. But no, mainly sticking to the uh, the actual G1 tournament. I think if you sit there watching all 10, cut, 10 matches on the card every night, you just get way too burnt out and... Yeah. The only show that I watched the entire card other... that was like the opening night in Dallas. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. I yeah, I do that too. But yeah, no, look, it's been good, and I should mention that. So this is going to be a ninety-nine point nine percent New Japan heavy car um, podcast because the crazy, the usual Ring of Honor guy, and because we, you know, into the final legs of the uh, G One tournament, we've got a lot of breakdowns and preview. So. Unfortunately, CMLL, Red Pro, and Ring of Honor all take a back seat this week. Um, so let, let, let's dive in straight head first, uh, straight into Block A. I mean, Block A is pretty much not set, but I mean, there's not a lot of uh, mystery into Block A. Do you want to run us through yeah, Block so A? Yeah, so there's only we're we're three people left in contention to, to win Block A. So at the top, we've got uh, Okada on 12 points. Uh, then in second place, Kodobushi on 10. We've got Evil on 8. And then all the people that are out of contention, but they can play spoiler still. We've got Kenta with 8 points, Tanahashi with 8, Sonata with 6, Zack Sabre Jr. with 6, Lance Archer with 4, Will Ospreay with 4, Bad Luck Fale with 4. Uh, before we get on to the wins of uh, who, who they've beaten, are you surprised with any of these positions on here? Like, I think Will Ospreay, like... Um, would have liked him to have a, picked up a few more wins than that. Yeah. Um, I'm, actually, with the Osprey one, I'm not too surprised. Um, New Japan do take the whole juniors coming up to the heavyweights, whether they stay or not. Um, they do take that quite seriously. I think they do give them a little bit of a humbling in their first first uh, G1 or two. So I think, I think four, uh, maybe six or eight points would have been fair enough for Will, but... Um, understandable. The one that's shocking me is Tanahashi on eight points and obviously eliminated. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi is a guy that every year for the last what, what, 10 years, 15 years, has been pretty much in that top three. And he won it last year as well. Yeah, last year's winner. Three, three-time winner. Yeah. Um, usually in that top three conversation every year going into that last weekend. So that's a little bit of a shock to me. Uh, Farley being on the bottom, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, having having evil in there is the is the confusing part, really. Yeah, look, in my opinion, I like I love both evil and Sonata, but you're gonna for me, I like Sonata in evil's position and evil in Sonata's position, position kind of. But um, I mean, he's got the he's got the biggest match of the freaking of his life tomorrow night. Oh, sorry, tonight. As people listening to this, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, and then Kenta being eliminated already uh, before the final weekend. I think that was a little bit of a shock to me. I thought a name like Kenta didn't expect him to win it. I mean, 
originally I had Kenta and Nato in the final. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that was my random prediction at the start. But Kenta got those three wins at the start, and I think that surprised everybody. So obviously it didn't surprise you to, if you had him scoring so high. No, but it's just the last three losses have just really like thrown me. I'm like, oh, okay, like where the hell did this like losing streak come from? But anyway. Hmm. But uh, on to who the, everyone's got their wins over. So Okada, with the most wins, six wins. He's been Archer, Farley, Kenta, Osprey, Sabre, and Tanahashi. And uh, yeah. Ibushi, oh, do you want to like talk about any of these or just sort of go through the the numbers, names here? Yeah. Well, run through it and then we can, uh, I guess, just run through the top three. You just want to run through the top contention. three? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll, t- yeah, we'll yeah. go back through it. Uh, so in Ibushi, with his five wins so far, has beaten Lance Archer, uh, Farley, Osprey, Sonata, and Tanahashi. Then Evil, this can't be right. I've only written down three of his wins. Uh, I've written down <laughs> Evil has beaten Ibushi, Sabre, Sonata, but he has another three. Um, Osprey. Osprey. Yeah, to put him up there at the top as yeah. well. So any standout matches for these guys? Yeah, obviously... Akata, Akata Osprey. I think for me, block A match of the the match of the block A. Um, Akata and Osprey just have some chemistry that I don't know. Like it, it even boggles me. Maybe it's even somewhat better than Kenny and Akata chemistry. It, uh, I remember last year when they had their match at the anniversary show last March, so like going eighteen months ago. That match, I think. I think. Uh, Uncle Meltzer, I think he only gave it four and a half or five, but I, I was like, yeah. fuck, I would have given it even more. But he he did give, what, nearly six stuff, five, 5.45 for this one. Um, I gave five on Grapple, um, if anyone's using Grapple. Um, yes, I haven't, haven't used it since the first night of the G1. I've just been forgetting about yeah. it. Yeah, it's a great app. Um, make sure you get on and put your matches on there. Um, but yeah, no, Osprey and Carter match, uh, match of the tournament, sorry, match of block A so yeah. far. Um, there's been, I looked over all the matches that have happened and I've written down seven highlight matches from block A and I've only got written down two like really standout ones from block B. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, some of the other highlights for me. So yeah, Okada and Osprey, I watched that like the next morning. And I, I'm pretty sure I managed to avoid results. It's like, hey, you want to watch this match? It should be good. And then, like, I was sort of like jumping out of the seat. It's like, come on, get that win! I yeah. was, what is it, five in a row or something? Yeah, Okada's won all four or five of the matches, I think. So I was, I thought this will be the one. He, Osprey's finally get get the win. But uh, we got that story with the Sonata match versus Okada. Yeah. So that was on the most recent show. Yeah. You know, two shows ago, coming right down to what, thirteen seconds left on the clock, and. Man, I really love this match. Obviously, a lot of people are saying this is Sonata's best match. I'm sure he's had great matches before, but this was this was tremendous. Just the suspense at the end, yeah. like just get it done in time and stop doing moonsaults. He's going to keep putting the knees up. But, uh, <laughs> what, did, what did you think of this one? Yeah, Sonata, uh, Sonata Okada was amazing. They've got such an interesting story, the both of them. They're kind of two guys that, you know, years ago went on their little America adventures to – TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it, and well, at the time it was TNA, and they got absolutely. Sonata had a little bit of a better run in TNA as the great Sonata. Um, they yeah, got, I saw that one. I, I didn't see the Akata stuff. Was uh, before. Akata was yeah, unfortunately he was yeah he was treated as a joke there. And they both and that bout is partly the reason why New Japan and TNA did not have a relationship. Also, Jeff Hardy being drug drugged. Um, but no, and they, they've come back to New Japan with Sonata uh, debuted in New Japan and then Okada came back. They just, uh, I don't know, they just got such an interesting story. And now the rumours coming out today, um, I think Mr. Mysterious on uh, B Plus shared it today on, on the Facebook page that I think WWE are coming for Sonata, which pray to God he does not go because surely... Sonata's only like a, not a free agent. What do they call it in, in Japanese wrestling? Like he's not, doesn't have like a long-term deal or something? That's right, yeah. yeah. But I pray to God he doesn't do that because the guys that go to New, uh, WWE from New Japan kind of going there for a retirement uh, for a little bit of a money. So, so I hope Sonata doesn't get taken um, because, yeah, he's, 
he's had a really good year from New Japan Cup all the way through to this. It's just he's had a brilliant year. And so he's going to get to the title match before was that at King of Pro Wrestling? I think. Yeah, for King of Pro Wrestling. But yeah. we're just going to see Sonata lose again now. So it is. I think I think nobody's laying behind it. I think he'll someone will cost him a match or. Oh, they don't do that in title matches. You're not getting you're not getting interference in title matches. True. This isn't this isn't American wrestling. Yeah, true. But I, I think they will go to the limit. I think maybe. Oh, that's that's an idea. Yeah, they, they could go to draw. Yeah, maybe play that and play on that. But yeah, um, another match from this tournament, this side of the box that I really have loved is Zack Saber Junior and Osprey. I know it's not a brand new match they've wrestled about a billion times at British wrestling scene but um, seeing that match one on one inside a New Japan ring was that was a fantastic match um, I loved it yeah uh, yeah I enjoyed it I, I haven't written it down as one of my favourites I haven't got any Sabre Junior matches down actually yeah his, his promos have been the promos of the tournament yeah do you, do you watch like, all the post match comments on YouTube or most most I of them, I try. <laughs> I watch all the Moxley and I watch all the Zack Sabre Jr. Like that stuff about the uh, British Prime Minister. Like after he lost to Evil, I think it was, and he came back and he was like, Boris fucking Johnson? Who the fuck? And he's just in there slamming a chair. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, how do you blame a loss of, on a like on a Prime Minister coming in? Like that's just. It's like I was like really like I talked about this with Greg a few times. It's just like what you see is what you get from Zack Sabre Jr. Like well, he's he's only got a few wins, so I guess this helps uh, distract you from that, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Um, any other matches for you that uh, sort of stood out? Ibushi finally getting a win over Tanahashi. I thought that was great. Like, oh, yeah, was I've picked Ibushi to win the entire G One with a. Uh, I had like Ibushi versus uh, Naito in the end. Like, I don't think Ibushi's going to win it, but I want him to. And if he does win it in my uh, voices of wrestling pickums, then I'm going to get extra points because uh, you know Naito is the favourite. So I think yeah. Ibushi is going to win all his like, on the home stretch now, and and I've picked him to to win in the the last night as well. Um, yes, yeah, so he finally surpasses God with the Kamagoya. Uh, Ibushi versus Osprey was fantastic. The both. With the injury storylines, what uh, Ibushi's ankle and uh, Osprey with his neck, and uh, the o- opening night, you know, Osprey versus Lance Archer, like the opening match of the G One, like that's still probably one of my favorite ones. Even though it was so long ago at this point, yeah. seventy matches ago in the G One was a perfect way to start off the the entire tournament. Yeah, and Archer's actually been a surprise. Obviously, he hasn't picked up many wins. He's only got the two, but he. He looks a lot better without Davy Boy. It's it's crazy that um, sometimes it takes a single runs to really boost your profile. I mean, he's probably too late in his career. I think he's already 43, 44 to really go on any sort of major singles run to the top. But uh, he looked really good. His he's match against really Kenta good was in- great as well. And he's doing the, well, you're not, you're not Kenta, you're fucking Hideo, <laughs> as he slapped him around. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. So, uh, like... Whenever I look at whatever the uh, the matches coming up each night, it's like I want to watch the Archer one. I want to see like Osprey and Ibushi and like Okada. Like those are the, the main ones. And then when I look at the B block, it's like I've got to watch like Jay White. Like I think he's fantastic. But less Guido, yeah, less Ghetto, the better. So it's White, Ishii, and Mox. And then like I don't know, like if it's Tai Chi versus Yano, it's like I'll, I'll, if I don't see it, then I'm going to be fine type of thing. But A block is yeah, A block is. The only dud is really Farley, but you know he serves a purpose, I suppose. He does, and and that's the funny thing. So A block actually, like I called that the uh, I don't know if you're a bunch of a football fan, soccer fan, but um, I called block A the the block of death. Like <laughs> that is that is a block with, I mean, Akata, Ibushi, Kenta, Tanahashi, like Zack Saber Junior. Like it's just a you look down that list and you're like, holy shit, it's just a the group of death. However, that group has come away with going into the final four nights with three, only three people remaining. Um, so, yeah, like Akata's on the 12, Kota's the 10, Evil's on 8. I think 
Evil's got a tiebreaker against Coda because Evil beat Coda. So if Evil was to somehow get to ten points or twelve points, he's got that. Um, Evil's gonna beat. He's got that surely. win over Coda. Because if Okada, if Okada yeah. wins one yeah. match, hasn't he? He's sewn it up then, and that means Ibushi's out. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, so maybe Evil will get that title yeah, match, sure. and so then Sonata doesn't have to lose to him at King of Pro Wrestling. But if Evil and Sonata get a title match, there's also, there's King of Pro Wrestling, and there's also Destruction. Yeah. Also Destruction. So both Evil and Sonata could get a title do shot do, all the way to Kingdom. Is there two like defenses, that? though, after like, before Wrestle Kingdom? Last? I feel like there's only one. Because you've got, like, World Tag League starts up, and uh, I, I don't know if they have time for it. Last year, last year, the briefcase was defended twice. I don't know about the title. I think yeah. the title's only once. Well, the briefcase was defended twice in the way. But anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd think it was going to win. But we'll touch on that soon when we yep. get to the previews. Um, anything else about Block A that's really stand out for you, match-wise, quality-wise, or story-wise? No, no. I think we've got it all for Block A. Well, then, let's get into Block B. Block B is a little bit more confusing. Um, it's the other way around. Three people have been eliminated. The rest are still somewhat in contention. Uh, so let's start from the start. Uh, so you've got John Moxley in first place on 10 points. Uh, you've got Nato on 8 points so in second place. Um, in third place, also on 8 points, is uh, Goto. You've got Ishii uh, in fourth place, also on 8 points. Jay White is also on eight points in fifth place. In sixth place, you got Juice Robinson on six. Uh, and in seventh place, you got Toriano on six points. How is he still in it at this point? His three wins have been over big people, though. Yano and his DVD are just everything. Yeah. So Yano's got, <laughs> Yano's got good tiebreakers because he's got it over like, like Moxley, Nato, and uh, Jay White. So Yeah, like, they're huge wins. Yeah. <laughs> It's fantastic. And then uh, the three that have been eliminated um, in eighth place, Cobb on six points, Tai Chi in ninth on six points, and Shingo Tagagi on four points in tenth place. So um, any surprises for you, I guess? John Moxley on of... top. Like I did not – I think I picked him as having like four wins, I think, or maybe even three when I did my uh, pick-ems for the, the whole standings. And I think Jeff Cobb is pretty much where I had him. Like I thought, well, somebody has to lose these matches. And he's there. Like, yeah. I have, yeah, Jay White. My my prediction is that he'll finish second. He'll lose to NATO at the end, and NATO will get that that last win to, to seal the the block. But um, yeah, Tai Chi's where I thought he would be. I thought Takagi would have been higher. It's on the bottom, the only one with two, just the two wins. Yeah, Juice, yeah, it was, a, it was a hard block to pick. It's like, where on earth is Goto going to be? Where's uh, Juice going to be? And Tai Chi and um, even Ishii, like you just don't know what you're going to get. So, right. Well, whilst two points separate second from seventh, um, there are some surprises. I think Goto being high up in third with some big wins, like he's taken some big scuffs. Look, let me go through the wins of the remaining seven. Um, to tell you to paint paint a bit better picture. Uh, so Moxley's got wins over Taichi, Cobb, Ishii, Shingo, and Nato. Uh, Nato's got wins over Goto, Ishii, Juice, and Shingo. Um, Goto's got wins over White, Yano, Ishii, and Cobb. Uh, Ishii's got wins over Cobb, White, Juice, and Yano. White has wins over Cobb, Shingo, Taichi, and Moxley, uh, which is huge. Juice has got wins over Takagi. Uh, sorry, Shingo Takagi, Goto, and Yano. And then Yano has wins over Nato, White, and Moxley. So it's so confusing because so many interesting tiebreakers between everyone. Like, um, like Nato's got wins over Goto, Ishii, Juice, and Shingo. So he's got wins over Goto and Ishii, who are just right behind him. Uh, Goto's got wins against White, Yano, Ishii, and Cobb. Gato's head know, must have been just, spinning when he very... puts all this stuff together. Like, and to think if there's like one like a real injury, like that just ruins everything, doesn't it? If right, you, yeah. Like a few years ago, Nakamura, like I think, like he had to like forfeit a few matches. Now, I'm not sure how much that played into what the the standings was meant to be at the end. But could you imagine? Could, could you imagine? Uh, could you imagine just that booking office? Like, you when someone does go down injured, like. <laughs> 
how you would have to rebook everything. For me, I think it'd just be easier just to get a young line in there and just go, hey, you take his points. And oh, Yeah, but you're also not going to have a, a young line come in and get wins over like Jay White or anything like that. Speaking of young lions getting wins, uh, was it Red Narita or Shota Umino was on the latest show? They like got the tag pin over Toa Hanare. Like Hanare is not a young lion, so yeah, they haven't made much of a big deal. But I remember seeing that result and going, "That's very interesting." Yeah, literally on the fourth, so day fourteen. Yeah, has Hanare been downgraded back down to a young lion or not? Because that, like, I'm pretty sure it's unheard of. Any young lines ever getting a pin before they go on ex- right, excursion? Right, well, so. block C, as you like, as they like to call the undercard. Um, yeah. Narita's actually had um, he's actually had two wins. I think Yano got the win for the team, but Narita and Yano beat Moxley and Shota. But yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Narita and Shota beating Toanara and Yuya. That's uh, very interesting. This this young line core is very interesting. I, I think they've got some real especially Tudor. Um, you got some real characters in this group. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. like this young line call. Yeah, I don't know about that Yota Suji guy, though. Like, he looks like he's almost 40 or something, and he's just got, like, no... <laughs> he doesn't really look like a wrestler. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with him. I haven't seen much personality from him or anything. But, uh, I haven't seen any of the LA dojo guys. Like, I haven't been watching those matches. How have they been coming across? Yeah, some of them are good. Um, Clark Connors, I think he's been really impressing me. Um, I mean, you got to you got to think that those guys are getting somewhat better trained than even the ones in bloody uh, in Japan. I mean, you got you, know, you got Shibata. <laughs> when you have Shibata as your trainer, surely that's just like end of days for your training. Like that's just. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with them. And then we got then we have the Philippe's when they go. What are they going in October, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's October. To yeah, the, um, to the New Japan dojo though. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Block B, there are seven seven wrestlers still in contention. I think as of night sixteen, you'll see a lot of this close up. But it's going to. Uh, very interesting. Um, another one for me that I agree with you, Shingo, um, being only four points down in last place. Like, I don't, I, again, I don't expect juniors to do a whole uh, a whole lot going into their first G1s. As I'm guessing Shingo and Osprey are now permanently heavyweights, I think. Um, I imagine that's the thing. I mean, Oh, Osprey's still the Osprey's still got the junior heavyweight title, and he, he will be in the Super J Cup, won't he? You think so? Unless he defends it against the winner, but you'd expect him to be in it. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd expect Shingo to be on at least six or eight points. I mean, regardless of he was is a junior, he's better than Taichi. I mean, Taichi should be on two points. Taichi does nothing for me. Um, I don't know. Society should be on the bottom. Cobb, I can understand. Yano, he gets his cheeky couple of wins every year. Juice? Cobb has left no impression on me at Who? all. Like, like uh, Jeff Cobb. Uh, like he had the, was it the first B-block match? I think it was against Ishii. Like that was like the stand. That's the only Cobb match that is in my memory still. It's funny because I saw Cobb in Sydney wrestle Bonza. Uh, for World WSW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll sorry, no. He he really impressed me live. Like yeah. um there's a few matches like Cobb Osprey at uh G one Supercard. I thought that was really good, probably one of the highlights of the night. Um of a very shit card, but um he's really impressive and I said actually had a, a five ten minute conversation with him. He's such a nice guy. But yeah, this I even end up buying his T shirt from him. Love it. Yeah, I, I bought um, a, a photo. I had a photo with him and stuff as well. So yeah, he's, he's such a nice. He's a really nice guy. But yeah, something I don't know. Yeah, something's missing for me with him in this run. I, I guess he's there for that role, like kind of to take some of those losses and kind of don't stress too much because he's just you know he's a Ring of Honor PWG guy kind of thing. Like, and know. he's a flat earther, so yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's let's move on from that. However, uh, no. So this remaining seven, um, 
Moxley is obviously now the favourite. I mean, I didn't expect him to be in first place either. Like I said, I kind of had Nato winning Block B. He's only in second point, second place with big wins over Goto, Ishii, Juice, and Shingo. So who um, are Moxley's last two matches? He's got uh, Goto in a couple of nights, and then so the next week, what's his what's his last one? Juice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, everyone reckons that uh, Juice is going to get that win. And I guess Goto is going to beat him to stop Moxley from winning. And so Nato and um, JY can sort of creep up to the top. Yeah, because then night 18, the final night, is Nato versus what? Yeah, yeah. So, so I imagine they creep back up to the top because JY's got, JY's got Juice next. So it's, and that could... So JY beats Juice. I'm guessing that eliminates Juice. Yeah, Juice would have. He would have to be out by that point. And then Juice would be filthy and cost Moxley. But if Moxley beats Goto, is that pretty much sewed up though? Do you expect maybe Goto to beat Moxley as well? If Goto beats him, then he's level at the top. Then, isn't he? So, so many moving parts. It, it makes it interesting and um, quite hard to, to figure out as well. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah, uh, in terms of uh, standout matches and moments, is there anything standing out for you in Block B for me? Juice and Ishii. Um, and yeah, that White. was pretty great. Yeah, lots of great selling from Ishii, grabbing his yeah. neck off everything. And, yeah, he made Juice look really good. He did. And White and... Um, I've got sorry, White and Goto. Yeah, well, I've had yeah because it's white go to white and Shingo and then white and Ishii has actually been Jay White has actually put on a really good tournament considering his first three matches were lo- losses or first two. Um, yeah, he's actually he's actually killing it now. Um, and and then I, I probably my favorite match from Block B was uh, Moxley versus Ishii, but we had Ishii doing the frog splash through a table on the outside. <laughs> it's was like, have, have we ever seen Ishii leave, leave the ground before like that? No, no. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. I love Ishii. Have you, have you seen the film clip and where he's in like a like a girl's? Um, I think it's a awesome oh, sort of like a romantic TV pop song. Oh, oh, and it's like some pop song, and he's like he's like the the good looking buff guy in the in the film clip with his girl. Man, he's got character. They they need to get onto his character a little <laughs> bit more. He's got some. Uh, He's got some swag about him, that guy. But, um, yeah, this – I imagine Yano and just get eliminated quite quickly this weekend. I mean, oh, Yano's got Tai Chi, so that's not a guarantee. Um, but, yeah, that, that top five. Like, honestly, that top five, anyone could win that. It's I just keep looking at this top seven. I'm like, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> Do you think it's a foregone conclusion, trying to speak here, that it's Ibushi and Nato killing each other in the final, dropping each other on their necks until nobody can ever walk again? I'm thinking actually it might be Nato Okada because my my story for Nato winning the G1 this year was to finally get that fucking main event against yeah. Okada for the, for the strap. Like, that story's been... Bubbling for four or five years, oh, like no. I'm not a big fan of NATO. Like I, the only NATO matches I really enjoy are the ones with Ibushi because they've all been fantastic. But I just, I just hate the yeah. spitting thing. Like just, just fucking stop spitting on people. You're disgusting. And he's meant to be a good guy, and kids love him. It's like it's just such a bad role model. And his hair, hair's atrocious. <laughs> he looks like a waste. Looks like a scarecrow. <laughs> and and, oh, and I'm going the opposite, man. Whenever I get the badass NATO, I'm like, yes, I love you. All the NATO fans <laughs> to to cry every year that uh, he doesn't win at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You know, I do, I do. All right, <laughs> I just take a little bit of pleasure from that. Do you, Do you think it's at all a chance that Okada does win the entire thing as champion and then picks a challenger? Yeah. And if he did, if if he did, would he pick somebody like who would you want him to pick? Would it be somebody that's on the roster, or would it be a Kenny Omega, somebody that is allowed to work for New Japan? Because it was NATO still is the Intercontinental Champion, so what's he going to do with that at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, and he's had losses against Yano, Taishi, Moxley. So he could probably get Moxley. I mean, if Moxley doesn't win this either, maybe Jay White wins this and whatever. 
Um, Moxley still has to lose the US title though before Bristol Kingdom if he's going to challenge for an IC title. Yeah. And they can't and he can't lose it in America. Yeah. He's not allowed to wrestle for New Jersey in America. Makes oh. it so interesting. Then you also got has Jericho had a card yet? Oh uh, yeah, that was the Dominion main event. And and it was rubbish. Okay, okay. I'm like I'm like, yeah, it was rubbish. I'm like, maybe Carter could pick Jericho, but yeah, no, Jericho that's Jericho challenged um, um Tanahashi, remember? Yeah. It'd be crazy to see Carter pick Osprey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean it's kind of left field, not left field, but kind of you know, Osprey's probably not ready for main event kingdom, but yeah, you've probably also got Hiromu coming back, so you might have Osprey and Hiromu at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I so, what if what if Hiromu surprise final entrant for Super J Cup? Oh. Or they maybe they maybe they don't know if he's ready. You can't just bring it's like we're going to bring you back. You haven't wrestled for over a year, and you're going to have to win like three matches in three nights or something like that. It could be a, a bad ask. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm scared that they actually he's not as good as they've reported him to be because they're this worried and rightfully so because you know people in the past that have come back too early, um, you know, so many issues over the last couple of years in Japan and elsewhere that just people coming back too early that maybe they're just being really really cautious, but yeah. Obviously, the best of Super Juniors is way too early for him, but Super Jacob could be a nice way to get in. But uh, maybe just be in the on the cards of Super Jacob. Maybe not just being in the tournament. Maybe just mm, being on the cards. Know. Maybe tagging with. I mean, Bushi's in the tournament, but Bushi, tagging with Jesus someone Christ. just to. <laughs> I know. I know. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey guys, just a reminder, if you want to hear all of these wonderful B-plus podcast episodes completely ad-free, make sure you head over to Patreon or Podbean, where we are the featured podcast this week. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month, where anything you want to help us with, it really helps out. It's going to help us grow the site. It's going to help us redesign some things. And everything that we get through this and through the advertising as well is all going straight back into the podcast so that we can get Aussie Graps out there for the rest of the world to hear about, for the rest of the world to see, so we can grow this mission of watch global, support local, and build indie wrestling. So if you want to be a part of that and get some really cool rewards like call-in shows, bonus episodes, ad-free like I mentioned, then head over to patreon.com slash the B plus and subscribe today. Hey everyone, just want to take a second to tell you about one of our new sponsors, Outbreak Nutrition. Outbreak Nutrition are creating supplements for survival, sharper minds, quicker reflexes, all the energy you need to take your performance to the next level, whether that be on the field, in the gym, on the gaming field. That's right, they have specifically designed gaming supplements as well to help you focus on those late night sessions. They even sell coffee, you guys, at Outbreak Nutrition. You can get coffee pods, you can get coffee beans, you can get supplements for the bedroom as well if you want to enhance your performance there. These are performance enhancing supplements for every aspect of your life, specifically designed by gamers for gamers to stay fit and healthy in the gym, to stay sharp and focused on the game, and to dominate in all areas of life. So check out OutbreakNutrition.com, and for being a listener of our podcast, they will give you 10% off your order when you enter the code B+. That is B-P-L-U-S at checkout. So make sure if you want to stay on top of your game, if you want to take your performance to the next level, OutbreakNutrition.com, enter the code B+, at checkout. Um, But look, let's wrap up the G1 talk. So let's talk... What's coming up? So there are four nights remaining. We've sort of touched on who's got who. Um, so let's go block A. Uh, we'll just talk about the people that are in contention. Don't worry about the out of contention people. So uh, Akata, so night 15, um, which is the next show. Um, Akata has Evil. Ibushi has Zack Sabre Jr. And Evil yeah. has Akata. So. Um, so, gotta, like, Evil's um, got to win that to stop Okada from winning, and then Abushi's got to beat Zack Sabre Jr. Well, that 
Did uh, Ibushi eliminate Zach in the New Japan Cup this year? I can't remember. I think he did. And the traded wins back and forth lately. And what if Zach Sabre Jr. spoils that win? What if Zach Sabre Jr. spoils well, that he- if he does, then that means like tomorrow, like then like on the final block A match, the uh, Okada and Ibushi matches isn't worth anything. Then that's true. No, that's true. So he will and have Ibushi to... and Okada have never had a singles match. If you don't count the uh, Tiger Mask W Ibushi, yeah, we don't. <laughs> but no, so this is actually very interesting. So, so yeah, Evil needs to beat Okada to go to ten points. Um, Kota needs to beat Zack Sabre Jr. to go 12. And then on the final night, Evil would need to beat... So let's go to night 17. Akata has Ibushi. Um, and then Ibushi has Akata, obviously. And Evil has Archer. I think, well, so so going to be eliminated if Ibushi wins against um, Zack Sabre Jr. And then I think like the, the last block A, mat, uh, block A night, like Evil will be out and it will just be down to Akata and Ibushi in that main event. So, so if 9.15, Evil beats Akata, Akata stays 12, Kota goes to 12, Evil goes to 10, the final night, imagine if, I, I imagine Kota, Akata beats Ibushi, 9.17, and the final, okay, but if Evil beats Archer, he goes to 12 points, same as what Kota, um, and he has a tiebreaker against, um, yeah. he beat, he beat Kota Ibushi. So that, well, that's. Evil has a slight chance because of his win over Kota, but I obviously I don't think it does. And I think you're right. Ibushi Okada, and I think that's going to be one of the. I think that could be one of the matches of the tournament. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then Block B. Block B is a little messier. So let's uh, try to look at it. So Moxley has. On night 16, it's uh, Moxley Goto. All these matches matter then, don't they? <laughs> we, yeah. we look at uh, tomorrow. Yeah, that that show. Um, yeah, it's just insane. And so night 16, Block B, you got Moxley Goto. I'm going to say these matches probably twice because um, I'm going down the list. Moxley's got Goto. Nato's got Cobb. Goto's got Moxley. Uh, Ishii's got Shingo. Jay White's got Juice. And then obviously Juice is White. And then Yano has Taichi. So, in this prediction. prediction, I think Taichi beats Yano, so Yano's gone. Um, Jay White beats Juice, and I think Juice is gone, so that takes Jay White to 10. Um, Ishii's got Shingo. You'd imagine Ishii wins that. I don't, he that goes one to 10. It doesn't matter so much. Uh, Shingo might need it to. Just because of Ishii's um, tiebreakers that he has over like, Jay, who's going to be moving up. And, yeah, so yeah. I, I think Shingo's going to win it Nato's just got... because of Ishii's tiebreakers. Yeah. True. That's a very good point. Then Nato has Cobb, so I imagine Nato's going to win that. And then the Moxley Goto match. That's the important one here on Night 16. Yeah. So if Moxley wins that, then he's won it. So Yeah. I think. So Godo's Good. I'm tipping Godo to win that. Yeah. And then the final night of so night eighteen, which is Sunday. The Monday's the final. Sunday is night night eighteen. So you've got Moxley Juice. So Juice should have already been eliminated by now, but the Juice Moxley story going back to Moxley's debut. Um you know, there's there's that. So Juice could spoil Moxley's tournament. Um there's no guarantees that Moxley's gonna be a kingdom. There's not there's not a hundred percent guarantee. That happens. Juice could take the title back from Moxley. Moxley goes back to AEW and his New Japan run ends, but uh, I don't know. Um, surely Moxley stays along, stays around for a little bit longer, but we'll see. Also, at 918, so Naito has White, so I think that's going to be a big... Yeah, yeah, I think... Like, I think that's going to be the Carter Ibushi. Yeah, Naito's going to win that. That's going to be the big one. Have those two ever faced each other in a singles match? Naito and White? Were they in the same block last year? No, Jay White was in Tanahashi and Okada's block. So, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Unless what was like yeah. a young line or something at the time and he just got whoop one. Yeah. Like, but on a major card, no, no. Not that I can think of. 
So Goto has Shingo in the final night, which is interesting. So Ishii has Shingo night 16, and then Goto has Shingo on night 18. So Shingo spoiled both Goto and Ishii's tournament. Um, and then, yeah, so Jay White Nato. Uh, by then, I imagine Juice and Yano out. Yano's got Cobb, so Yano will probably win that. Anyway, but yeah, so you'd expect the semi-finals to be, well, not, you know, semi-finals, but the, the two matches that really will take matter will be Akata Ibushi and Nato White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it really works out that way, or Moxley just Moxley just wins tomorrow night and, yeah. it, and it ends, which I doubt. I'm, so, I'm sure it's all sold out yeah, now. So, the Budokan is probably sold out ages ago, so before any matches were... Were announced, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, so look, that's it for the G1 stuff. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on the G1? Um, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, looking forward to, to seeing how it all wraps up and looking forward to see what other matches are on, like the final night. Because obviously, there will only be the A block winner versus the B block winner, but what's going to be on the undercard for that? So, like, I haven't seen Minoru Suzuki wrestle for ages because I haven't been watching the undercard. So, is he going to get like a, a singles match against somebody? And uh, yeah, uh, they're going to bring back like you know we haven't seen God. Not that I'm missing them, but you know, there's some faces I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, but then once the G one's through, we can return back to Junior Land, which is my I, I love the heavyweights, but sometimes I just I just love just concentrating on the junior. So why I brought that up is probably the only other interesting piece of news coming out of Japan this week, uh, New Japan. Super J Cup, I mean, it's been announced for a couple of weeks that um, Liger is going to be the super juicer for the Super J Cup um, over three nights in the US, New York, Philly, and Boston. Did I get those cities right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's outside. I don't think it's in Boston. It's... Lowell, Massachusetts or something. Yeah. So I don't know. It might be just on the outskirts of Boston for all. Anyway, um, it's going to be awesome. I, I don't know if I like the American side of it, but I do like the first night and out. So Liger is obviously going to be there as a super super producer. He's running this uh, as part of his farewell tour. Um, he will be on all three cards, but not in the tournament. Um, so he'll have some cool final matches against maybe some of his favorite American opponents or whatever. Um, but the nine names that are announced, there are some very interesting, some that people have hated, some that have that have uh, been really popular picks. So first off, TJP. Um, this one has ruffled a few feathers. Um, well, what's wrong with him? I don't, I don't know I, why people hate him. It, it, it's that. Stupid WWE stigma that comes with the name. Uh, I like TJP. Um, I've always liked TJP um, prior to WWE. I loved all his stuff as Manic or Suicide, whatever it was in TNA. I loved his stuff in PWG. I've only ever seen him wrestle in the. He was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, wasn't he? he won it. Yeah, he won. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the only. Oh, he won it. Okay, yeah. That's the only time yeah. I've seen him wrestle. Um, so I got no problems with him. A lot of. Uh, you know, New Japan purists aren't a big fan of that, but it is what it is. Uh, it's not exactly signed to New Japan. It's just part of the tournament, so whatever. Uh, Dragon Lee, um, former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, then announced, because um, this is in conjunction with CMLL and Ring of Honor, um, so Dragon Lee kind of represents CMLL there and New Japan. Sho and Yo have both been announced. Um I guess their first round fodder. Maybe one of them gets through the first round. But anyway, uh, Taiji Ishimori, um, obviously probably the one of the favorites to win the tournament here. Um, sure, I'd be right. Uh, Taguchi, um, Mr. Legendary Taguchi, um, he'll be there. Karistico from CMLL, um, he is. This is a. Have we seen him in New Japan? Was that name doesn't sound familiar? Like, has he been best of Super Juniors? Uh, like, nope. The tags. So, Chris, this is Chris okay. goes first since this is the first time that the man behind the mask, he was he was known as Mystico at the time, has done anything. Oh, yeah. So this is Botchkar. This is the famous. Botchkar. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is brilliant having him in there because he's just a superstar. Bushi. Um, 
you heard our size before with Bushi. I'm guessing Is he's it? just first round fodder. I mean, choke somebody with his t-shirt, yeah. do all the normal bullshit. Yeah, he's first round fodder. He's there for one match and one match only. Well, God, I yeah. hope so. Well, he'll be in tags and the, the next two nights. But anyway, and then the last one to be announced so far. So it's only been nine. I think it's sixteen or what? Unless they do more. I have a 16 or more up. That means seven more to be announced. But the final one I got announced today that I am marking out for as a little child, Amazing Red. I've never seen him wrestle. <laughs> so he must have been in TNA the days that I wasn't t- watching TNA. Yeah. And it, it, names I'd always heard of, uh, was always aware of him. Maybe I saw some clips of him sometime. I don't know, but I've never seen a, a full match. He, but I understand he's very good. Yes. And he retired like, in April? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is, he was there on day one for TNA, their first ever show. He was there. I think he was in a match against AJ Styles. Like, he, he's one of those guys like Mike Quackenbush, um, those sort of guys that, I mean, he was there the days of, like, in Ring of Honor with, like, Daniel Bryan and Punk and Loki and all that, that he was one of those guys. Like, he was part of that crew. And he's kind of like Loki in that way that, I mean, at least Loki did get to WWE at one point. But um, Amazing Red is one of those super indie guys that just never got to even NXT or anything like that. He's he's amazing. And he's he's one of Robbie Eagles' dream, op- dream opponents. And I'm praying to God that Robbie Eagles gets booked as one of his last seven. I was going to say, yeah. And it, also, Will Ospreay really wants to wrestle him as well, doesn't he? Yes. So I'm hoping maybe Robbie gets that, but anyway, maybe in some sort of tag match or something. Maybe they both. Yeah, Robbie maybe and... Amazing Red will, will beat one of them and then go on to the other one. Oh, I imagine that. Um, I'm guessing, so seven more to be announced. You're guessing Robbie, guessing Will, guessing Phantasmo. Um, Ring of Honor will probably send someone in, so I'm guessing Flip, um, the other Flat Earther. Um, Flip probably if he if he's if he's not injured, yeah, if he's not injured or Marty maybe gets in here, um, and then maybe one more CMLL guy, maybe like Titan or Sobrano, uh, something like that. Any other complete random people like on the TJP or the uh, the amazing red level? Oh. Anyone else? Well, if you could pick, if you could, uh, who would you pick if there is anybody out there? Ooh. Would you get a psychosis or somebody? Or is he like with Triple A? Was is he not? No, nah, Psychosis is a free agent, so he could, he could, okay. he could do it. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Juice, Ubi Guerrero, Ray Mysterio. Oh, if he hadn't signed, I imagine he would be here as a super yeah. super producer with Liga. But Tiger Mask has not been announced. Oh yeah, is he injured? No, I don't think so. No. I know Desperado's injured. I, I see he's on it. Kanemaru. How long does it take for a broken jaw to get better? Jesus Christ! Is New Japan people when if they get an injury, they just like disappear off the face of the earth. Like where's David Finley? Yeah. Although I, I do quite well, never seeing seeing David <laughs> Finley. But just what he dislocated his shoulder and he's been gone for months. Where where Osprey like break Katamura when he got he got injured and they never came clean with yeah. what happened to him. Yeah. He got hit by a moped or something. <laughs> then you got Osprey who like breaks his ribs and like takes like three weeks to get back and he's back into full time action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Os- I mean Osprey is just if he's not picked up. I I know a lot of people don't take PWI five hundred anymore as serious as serious stuff. But oh. um, if Osprey isn't number one or number two this year, I'll never follow that thing again because he oh. has had he's had a career year. I mean what else what else can you do? In the Super J cast for the when they do their end of year polls, I'll definitely be voting Will Ospreay number one wrestler of the year. Oh. I mean the only other guy that's coming close is Akata and, and that's pretty much standard. Oh, uh, body of work that uh just the output that uh Osprey's had though. I mean, has Osprey done a New Japan Cup, best of Super Juniors, a G1? We'll probably do the Super J Cup. Like, also, they had the match with Robbie Eagles as well in Melbourne. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's had like random spot, like big matches. He had like a really good match with Jay White, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. On the anniversary show. Um, the yeah, that, he had that match with Cobb at G1 uh, Supercard in. Ibushi like, match in the bloody Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, 
Did Osprey wrestle like seven times over the WrestleMania weekend? I mean, he's just a freak. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's a workhorse, and I don't know. I'm glad. I'm glad to see it. But look, that's pretty much it for me. Is there anything else that you want to touch on, or uh, no? That's that's all for me. All right. Well, uh, let's stick a fork in it. Uh, I think we're done. If you want to discuss anything further, New Japan, um, CMLL, Ring of Honor, Red Pro with me. Uh, you can find me at B plus underscore Big Boy on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find you, Ben White? Okay, <clears throat> on Twitter at Asia Mania Pod because I used to have a podcast called the Asia Mania Podcast, but uh, I do like I, I do have some other podcasts that I do. If you look up something something podcast network, you'll find like I have like two episodes I put out a month. There's the Bamcast, the Badly Awesome Movies. Uh, the latest episode we did was on the the early 90s movie Double Dragon, which is a terrible movie. Oh. And nobody should oh. it. So I recorded that with Justin. And then uh, the other show I do, which is uh, Show Me Your Dot Points, that I do with my friend Dari. We uh, did an episode about Return to Oz, the nightmare-fueled uh, fantasy kids movie. And uh, we talked about some other stuff as well, but I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, check that out. Something Something Podcast Network, and you, you should find those shows. So... Thanks. I like that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and you can also collect, you can find us collectively uh, as the B Plus Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram, and at the B Plus Wrestle on Twitter because wrestling would have fit. Give us a like, share, subscribe, give us a five star review if you like what we do. And thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.